The FT. This summer, the British Prime Minister David Cameron asked the former Goldman Sachs economist Jim O'Neill to lead a review of drug-resistant infections, an issue emerging as one of the greatest problems in medicine. Mr. O'Neill presented the first report of his review on Wednesday at the Wellcome Trust, which is co-funding the project with the UK government. I'm Clive Cookson, FT Science Editor, and afterwards I asked him to sum up the findings. Jim O'Neill, this is the first report that you've produced in your review of antimicrobial resistance. What does it show? Well, it shows that unless we do something about it, the economic cost and the cost on lives lost is going to be very big in the next 35 years. How big? Specifically, we estimate 100 trillion dollars lost. Output globally. To put that in context, the world economy today is between 70 and 75 trillion. So, over 35 years, it's like losing the world one and a quarter times. And what about the human cost, deaths, and so on? The human cost、uh, appears to be particularly strong relative to the economic cost. So, in our central scenario, we have up to 10 million people around the world dying by 2050 unless we can solve this problem. Now, I believe this is the first attempt to put an economic estimate on the cost of inaction on antimicrobial、yeah. resistance. No one's attempted it before. How did your group attempt it? As far as we know, it is the first attempt to do so. And the way we approached it was to link into the sort of ambitious approaches that I've become known with、uh, driving. Linked to the whole rise of the so-called BRIC countries, so to try and depict a world in the future, as to in a healthy world where AMR is not a problem, what the world will look like, and then in parallel, what the world will look like if we carry on the path that we are going. And the number I gave of 100 trillion is the difference between the two. It is fraught with all the usual problems of economic modelling, and then it has a lot of them. In addition, that are very specific to the challenge of AMR, including the absence of credible data in some places, and obviously a number of assumptions we've had to make about how infectious diseases are going to be more vulnerable in the future. But is it, do you think, reliable enough to be the basis for your future work? You've shown the cost, <coughs> roughly, of inaction. Is this the basis for then recommending action?、Um, I feel. Reasonably comfortable that it's a sound basis,、um, not least because in some of the scenarios we had our researchers look at, the cost is much bigger. And as we've made clear in the paper, very importantly, they didn't consider some important issues that, particularly in developed societies, have become part of normal life. So those estimates don't include anything to do with hip surgery, knee surgery, chemotherapy. Cataracts, etc., 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 and some back of the envelope estimates we played around with those actually double the number. So rather than go out with 200 trillion, 100 trillion, I think is, is sufficiently large to warrant whatever cost、uh, will end up being necessary in order to find a solution. This is reminiscent, of course, of Nick Stern's report in 2006 on the cost of action and inaction on climate change. Did that influence your thinking or methodology? I thought of this kind of approach myself before I went to chat with Nick, but I, I have a lot of respect for the awareness that his approach 
succeeded with for the climate change debate. And so when I went to chat with him, I explained the way I was doing it and asked him whether he'd do it any differently. And, it, and more importantly, I also asked him what regrets, if any, he had about the approach he'd taken. And I hope he doesn't mind me saying that he wishes people wouldn't have been so hung up on the specific GDP number. And that's partly why I'm happy to say with 100 trillion, even though we know there are, there are many other things that we haven't incorporated into that number. Lastly, can you give us a flavour of what this is going to lead to in terms of future thinking on how to produce better drugs and diagnostics and how to make sure that existing ones don't induce resistance so fast? It's very important that we're not just doing this for an awareness issue. It's in some ways the easy part in my mind. The more challenging issue is what we're going to do about it in terms of recommending a proper solution. And it, in some ways it's quite daunting because obviously there are so many people in the scientific world that have spent a long time thinking about that. But that said, there are already a couple of ideas that the team and I have got some, some excitement about. One is the whole role of diagnostics in which I like to call it Google for doctors, in which we enable or force doctors to become a lot more disciplined about antibiotics being used. And then when it comes to the supply side, I'm very interested in the reality, what seems to be the reality that most of the innovation goes on with specialist small boutiques and academics, and that big pharma, influenced by the reporting requirements of stock markets, tends to look at all of these guys and when it looks like some of them have got some major development they'll go and buy them. In fact there's been just ahead of this launch there's been an example of that in the media which adds to my belief that there's some interesting things that might be done in that space. Well Jim thank you very much look forward to chatting to you in future as those recommendations come out. My pleasure. For more downloads go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.